So hopefully this morning we uh, enjoyed the slightly different account of Mary's encounter with the angel Gabriel. It's, it's found in the Gospel of Luke, um, but this morning we heard uh, a retelling of it from the angel's perspective. And, and sometimes hearing things from a different point of view can be helpful and, and, and bring new truths into it. And uh, this, this morning as we read this story, I love the, the thoughtfulness of the angel. You know, he, there was this young girl that was going to have her whole life changed around. And he, he wanted to tell young Mary uh, in a gracious way, in a, in a way that would make the, uh, the news easier to hear rather than harder. Um, but the thing that is very deliberate in that story, and I, I really hope you heard it right at the end, was the Mary was ready to take in the news. Mary was kind of prepared to uh, run with whatever God had planned for her. It was almost like that Mary was born for that very moment, that she'd been waiting for the chance to hear from God and reply, yes. And over the last 2,000 years, this moment, this encounter, has excited lots and lots of different people. We've had storytellers and poets and painters. We've had songwriters and musicians. They've been fascinated by this encounter of the angel Gabriel coming to announce to a young uh, 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 sort of teenager in the Middle East that her life and the life of the world is going to change forever. And the, uh, the moment this encounter has its own term, it's called the Annunciation. Everyone say Annunciation. Excellent. Everyone over the years has marveled at how this peasant girl, without wealth or education or status, readily agreed to host and nurture and bring up God's son. It's a moment, a really beautiful moment of faith, of humility and, and strength. It speaks volumes as over to what is going on in Mary's heart when this moment occurs. Today, too many people think that God is some sort of adversary. You know, he's someone to be challenged. He's someone to prove who he is. Prove that he exists, or prove that he cares, or proves that he's good, or proves that he's strong. People uh, uh, kind of shake their fists at the heavens and go, God, show me what you've got. Too many people believe that Jacob's wrestling with God uh, in the Old Testament, that that is how we should treat the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that our spiritual life is sort of constantly grappling with God Almighty and to trying to make him do what we want. The truth is that Mary's example here is an example for us all. Mary had this simple, intelligent and sensible faith that speaks volumes. And it's a far healthier a more productive outlook than often what we're given. Mary is presented with a divine revelation. 
she has said that she's highly favoured and um, that she's chosen to carry the Son of God. And what does she do? She asks a single clarifying question and then she embraces wholeheartedly God's purposes for her life. Today, each of us is presented with divine revelation. Each of us is shown the uh, uh, truths of God. For the truth is that God loves us. The truth is that God sent his son to die for us. The truth is that we need to trust in his son today for life now and forevermore. These are the simple truths that we are presented with. The simple things that we are asked to believe and trust in. You don't have to be a brain surgeon. You don't have to be a rocket scientist. You don't have to be a uh, sophisticated theologian or uh, a professor at a university. These are simple things that anyone can take in. And this morning there's this invitation to just make up our minds whether we're going to behave like a spoiled brat when God encounters us, whether we're going to protest, I don't want to do that, God. I just want to argue. I want to resist you. And uh, we constantly uh, make God's life more difficult. Or whether we become like Mary, whether we see truth for what it is and surrender into it. And so this morning I invite us to welcome the word of God, to bring it near, to cherish scripture and the, uh, 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 and the revelation that he's brought, to listen to it, to open our ears and eyes to what is God saying, and then perceive and recognize that this is God's very best for us and jump into it with both feet. Mary's life was not made more easy by this announcement. It wasn't what she expected, but it was the very best God had for her. Her obedience in carrying and raising Jesus has not just blessed her, not just blessed her family, but it has blessed the countless believers that have come after Jesus' death and resurrection. And so this morning, I just invite you to look at this young girl, Mary, and allow her example this morning to cry out to us, each of us in our hearts. We are invited to listen to what God is saying. We are invited to believe simply in what he has said and then go wherever he sends us. Everyone stand. I'm going to close in prayer, if you can. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this great story of Gabriel's message to Mary. Lord God, we thank you that Mary uh, was uh, just so courageous in her response. 
and embrace God's purposes for her life. Lord God, I pray for each of us this morning, that we would copy her in her response to you, that we would be good at listening to you, that we would be good at believing you at your word, and that, Lord God, that we would go where you send us, that we would embrace the purposes you have for us, that we would do the good things that you've set aside for us to do. And all God's people said, Amen, Amen. amen.